0: And hello everybody, it is Tom Chanel, it's Adrian Chanel, and it is an unbelievable day. We are finally in the midst of a living legend, in my opinion. This guy is a network marketer's network marketer at a level you would not believe. So what I want you to do is pay a lot of attention to him today because he's going to talk from the hip. I'm going to make him do that, and we're just going to talk about what it takes to be the kind of international leader that this guy is. And I want you to step on the gas pedal, Adrian, just ask him the tough questions. Take it
1: away. <laughs> oh my goodness. I, I do love <laughs> this guy. And, uh, you know, it's, it's so fun because you really can – Tell the difference between the people who are are still doing the work and the people who are resting on their laurels, and uh, you are definitely in the first of those two categories, Jeff. And so it's just it's thank fun you. to watch you because you are out there on the front lines. The stuff that you're sharing on Facebook, I you know I'm consistently going, wow, that was really good. Like I'm saving your posts all the time. You're kicking butt, and so thank uh, you for doing that. And how are you, man? Good.
2: Yeah, turned sixty-seven. Last week, doing good. You know, I'm not crazy. as young as... I'm Tell your as face as, how happy you are, man.
0: Let's go. Come on, man. Turn up the fun dial. So, t- <laughs> so you're, are you in Tennessee now?
2: Yeah.
0: Where were you a couple of days ago? A couple of days ago, I'm not sure. Somewhere. Budapest,
2: Somewhere. I thought you said. Huh? Where had you been?
0: Not You weren't in Budapest?
2: No, no, no. I was in Budapest... Uh, that was in September. I was in Budapest and, uh, and, but no, we were in Florida. Yeah. Okay. Well, Florida, Florida. Budapest,
0: that's how much of a contact mapper I am. Did you see how bad that was? Everybody don't do that. Okay. It's okay. So Jeff, you've been really posting about the upline bullies. You've been really posting about the people on their pedestals, looking down on their organization, snapping the whip, and not getting results because you can't get results doing that. Watching those people fly out of their businesses into the arms of warming people—would you talk about that just out of the gate? Because I was astounded
2: by that. Well, I'm surprised they still do that today. I mean, in the old days, they did it all the time, right? And and that that's. But I, I had a young girl. Uh, she's just one of those girls I took under my wing. She's in a different company and and i always encourage her and but i couldn't believe what she told me it was, you know the conversations that she's had with her upline you know her upline reached uh, had a conversation with her and said look i'm not here to be your friend okay i'm not here to share love and things like that with you this is a business and that's what this is and understand our relationship is just that and i was like what you got to be kidding what? me. I said, people talk like that today? I said, amazing, amazing. Of course I've seen it and I've seen it in my team too. And, um, and I've seen the results of it too. And so, uh, I, you know, I've been one of those leaders that I never ever want to stand in anybody's way. And I never assume that I know, you know, the way that they should do the business because if you go to, for example, South Korea, they do it differently than they do in the Philippines. If you go to, uh, I was just on a call the other day with a man in Switzerland, and he says, those slides at that other leader, we don't use those slides. Okay, okay, that's just not my style. It's not my style. And I said, okay, you know, whatever I would produce probably wouldn't be your style either. So why don't you do that? Because I'm sure you're very good at it. And he is, you know? So I'm just one of those people that I'm more of a cheerleader than anything else. And I want them to do it their way. But um, but yeah, I mean, and I guess it, it comes back to common sense because when you think about it, if you're going to be, uh, uh, you know, really have a team um, uh, that's going to do well, then just understand they have to be independent. And if they're dependent upon me, then that's gonna be very problematic in my freedom. Because that means I'm gonna to have to be around all the time. I'm gonna to have to do all the presentations. I'm gonna to have to do all the training. That's called a job. And we got into network marketing because we wanted to do something else and that whatever that is, and then have time freedom for that. But the only way you can have time freedom is if people are independent. So, but I've seen this and I've seen this with other, like I said, other. Hey,
1: hey, Jeff, if you can hear me, your mic's been crackling a little bit since pretty early on in the show and so i'm going to tell a story here for a minute and see if we can get you to get your mic adjusted there for a second um so we're going to take you out and bring you back in yeah he's going to mess with his mic just for a second and see if we can get it to work um but i just want to make sure that that uh this is this is too good for people not to be able to hear i want to hear the story you're going to tell a
0: story well you little storyteller let's hear it (laughs)
1: I, I said we. I said we're going to tell a story. By we, I meant you. I thought. Of course. So what's the story? <laughs> what do you want to tell? No, you know, I just I was thinking about what Jeff said, and just about this that balance, right? Of you know, in network marketing, you you meet these leaders, and ego is such an interesting thing because as a leader, you've got to have enough self confidence and enough command of what you're doing. To create some level of people doing the same thing and duplicatability and systems and this kind of thing. And yet, you know, especially for somebody like Jeff, who is, you know, we were talking before the show, he just launched two different new teams in Europe. He's got a new team in Thailand. He's got a new team in Florida. Those are pretty distinct groups of people that are going to do things differently. And as a leader, you've got to be able to give people some space to lead differently. And I know you've had teams that have been all over the world as well. You know, what? It, how do you figure out how much to impose your will on this is how things are supposed to be done versus find good leaders and give them the ability to make the calls and do things the way that they want to do it?
0: I have no idea. This is Mike Fix yet. Have we <laughs> <laughs> can you hear us now, Jeff? Oh no, now you're muted. So what how about now? Jeff? We still don't have him. So yeah, so here's the deal about that. You know, there's a certain level of leader out there that you have got that is. Somebody that until they really get developed and they've got leaders underneath them, that you really need to be present in their organizations and giving them that inspiration without being a terrorist. Uh, Then you get people that come along that are clearly much, much better at you than you are than you are at what they do. And anything you try to do with your ego and impose, I promise you, is going to slow those guys down. So those are the people that you really need to let run as long as they're running. But the ones that are the most dangerous are the ones that are telling you they're running, but they're really not. But they've been so big in network marketing in the past that you assume that they are and you assume that they know what they're doing until all of, a real, all of a sudden you realize that that leadership was needed again and you step back in the game. But you still do that with love. You still do that with everything you've got. And the name of the game is not alienating people. And that's hard. Let them find their true best self, support them all you can. Give them all the credit that you possibly can. So people are looking to them and wait for them to grab their power and go. And you're going to know that's how that goes. And I know for a fact that that's hard. And I know that the bigger the organization gets, and he just alluded to, to new legs that he was building, that Jeff's building right now. His old leagues are where the man, you know, he's so international and so world known. And he just stays out of the way and leads and loves and leads and loves and is his word. And we're going to get to what that means here in a minute, because so many people just sit above that business and do nothing, which is as bad as being a bully. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. So let's talk a little bit and see if we got Jeff back. Right. Can you hear us, Jeff?
1: I don't know what's going on, man. We still don't have audio on you. Hmm. All right. So this is fun. So how are we doing? (laughs) I think we're doing good. I think this is called the
0: nodding Jeff monologue where he gets to hear us, but he can't do anything either. And one of the things that happened, somebody was talking to me about LinkedIn and how contact mapping is so unbelievable for LinkedIn and how these people want to be able to get in there and really, really drill down on their teams. And I said, you know, the difference between corporate and America and network marketing is you talk at your teams because they work for you in, in, in corporate America. But in network marketing, you talk to your teams, you talk to your people. And the more that you are plugged in, the better off you are. And inside of that, last night, I, we did a big, big thing for Richard Brooks Mastermind Group, which was gigantic. And I was all psyched up about it. I even combed my hair wore this same shirt. But at the end of the day, I uh, I got on there and it was a webinar and I couldn't see the people. And it made me crazy. And I just said, every one of you, just please comment so I can talk to you, not at you. Because this business is about talking to people, not at them. This is not boss employee. This is servant leader serving. Massive difference that we're gonna okay. Now this even went worse. He went just went out. We
1: got him. He'll he'll be back. Come All on. right. So this is <laughs> how, how much, are you Are you ever gonna talk? Well, you if you'll ever stop talking, I okay, might have take chances. it away. Go ahead. <laughs> I I think that's a really. We got hear you loud and clear. Thank God. We were running out of steam in a hurry, Jeff. We have
0: no
2: content. Can you hear me? Yeah, perfectly. us? I walked over to this side of the house in case it was my Wi-Fi. So I'm in the crazy room.
1: So <laughs> you are you're good. You sound like a million bucks. Everybody's losing it about your cool drum set stage in the background. So Man, I've had better. that drum
2: set for 37 years. That is so yeah,
1: awesome. yeah. That is
2: so cool. So but uh, but yeah, so um, what I've what I've learned is that, you know, you need to unleash people let them, let them fly. And, uh, and that's it. But what you're saying, Tom is, yeah, you know, I'm just, I, it's true. I, I mean, I like to stay engaged. And so I don't really take, I don't take on any, you know, like frontline leaders, things like that, even though Eric Worry told me I should, um, I'd said, it makes no sense when you look at our compensation plan, right? It's all about having teams. Right. And there's certain qualifications all companies have for that. So, <clears throat> I've always said, well, then I'll look for leaders that are worthy, that, you know, of a good leader, and then I'll just plug them in there. And so, yeah, I started a, a new team in Switzerland and then in Budapest, Hungary, um, Thailand, new team. And, and there's a story in that story, and that is never give up on people. I tried to get that guy six years ago. I could not get that guy. And uh, finally, he, you know, the pandemic wised him up. Um, because he was a consultant, served in corporate network marketing, uh, helped register products, um, find general managers to run offices in different countries. And he did that for 20-some years. And I said, man, you need to come over to the other side. The uh, baby. Let's boys. take a quick break. That's what we should do right now. This is right, take a break. <laughs>
0: Genesis Communication Network. It's Tom Chenault. It's Adrian Chenault. And I'm just telling you, listen to this guy do what he does, and you're going to get what he's got because he's duplicatable. We'll be right back. All right. All right. All right. That was fun. Hello, Elizabeth. You're doing a heck of a job, you little stenographer. Hello, Christina. Hello, all Doug Stare. Love all you people. It is important that you keep commenting and letting us know you're on here because we are insecure.
1: So, hello, J. Michael Smith. Let's just
0: just be honest with everybody. There we go. Uh, And we're back. It is Tom Chenault. It's the Legacy Leadership Radio show, Rough Start. We had Jeff on, but not on. He's living in about 50,000 square feet there, and he needs more internet throughout that spacious palatial home there in Tennessee. All you got to do is go look at it on Facebook. You've never seen a place like this in your life. He bought it a long time ago, and he just keeps adding on, buying the mountainside and seeing what he does for his teams and for just bonding with people and loving people. He is my idol. I'll never forget when I was at the... uh, all the, all the GoPro stuff, you know, where you pay a zillion dollars to Eric and you go in there and you're sitting with the other hotshots. And here's this guy over there every year. And they keep saying, okay, stand up. If you make this much money, stand up. You make this much money, sit down, sit down, sit down. I'm like laying on the floor. I've been down there so long. I'm asleep. And the one guy still standing is Jeff and his beautiful wife. And I'm going, who is this guy? And they said, he's a legend and he's built an organization all over the world. He stayed with one company through thick and thin, through problems and all that stuff. And his absolute loyalty was rewarded. I mean, the guy's amazing.
1: That is really, really cool. Well,
2: what do I say? I don't know what to say.
1: (laughs) So before the break, you, you were talking about this power of staying with people And the the leader who you just brought in in Thailand, who, you know, the conversation six years ago, I imagine it wasn't six years ago. You talked to this guy, he said no, and you never heard from him since. I imagine you must've done something to, to stay in touch with this guy and keep that relationship going over the last six years. Right. Oh yeah, sure. Absolutely. And so what did that look like? You know, how, how do you, what, what's your secret to stay in, in front of these people and, and, loving on them and and staying in touch long enough for them to decide that they need to make that change?
2: Well, you know, maybe contact mapping, right? (laughs) You need to have a list and you need to look at your list from time to time. That's it. It always goes back to that. Doesn't it? The power of a contact list. You know, a lot of people think, well, I got my list. Yeah. It's everybody in my Facebook or Instagram. Well, that's not a list. I mean, but, uh, but yeah, and then just seeing how they're doing, how their family's doing, what's new with you? What projects are you on? You know, what projects? Are you working with another company now? What's going on? And and then he'll update me and, and then it's just, and, and so then I just reached out and I said, Hey, uh, we're gonna, um, we're gonna open there with a new office. And I was thinking about you and I don't know if you ever thought about coming over to the other side, you know, it's sweet, it's sweet, you know? And, and he said to me, he said, you know what? The, the pandemic gave me a lot to think about because I wasn't making any money during the pandemic. He said, if I was in network marketing, making residual income, I would have been fine. He said, so now I want to, I, I want to be a field leader.
1: That yeah. is so, that is so cool. And you, you use the five most powerful words in the English language, maybe besides I love you and I'm sorry, which was, I've been thinking about you, right? That, what do we want? We want to be remembered. We want to be sought after. We want, we want people in our life that don't just move on and forget about us the second that there's not something in it for them. And when you do that, and when you take the time to you know, remember their family and remember the things that make them tick and whatever, and you just have those little touches to, to keep that relationship going, then, you know, pandemic hits suddenly, you know, the plan that was working really well for that guy is not working the way that it used to be working anymore. You know, you're the one who stayed in touch. You're the one who kept the conversation going and the time is suddenly right. And now where does he go? He goes with you. And there's a huge, huge lesson in that, right? And, and Go on. so goes to another area too, and and I've been talking about this recently. You know,
2: in is is being social, being social when you're out around people. A lot of people got so used to being sheltered at home, and and they like sort of became like introverts. And you know, I'm like, okay, so you got to understand that's not going to, um, that's not going to serve you. Uh, because we are not that way. We are social people. So that means if I'm standing in line at Starbucks, you know, I'm going to start talking to the person next to me. I'm not going to be looking at my phone. And I'm going to strike up a conversation. And so, and and, and, in, and in Facebook or Instagram, it's the same thing. Most people just want to spam. You know, I had somebody the other day, I didn't even know who she was, Send me a message. She was using some of Ray Higdon's lines. I said, come on. Ray is a friend of mine. You're using his lines. Have a conversation with me. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Stop the scripts. Hey, on January
0: 15th, four o'clock in the afternoon. Happy Sunday, Jeff. Hope it's awesome. How's it going? What's working for you? Jeff writes back. So nice hearing from you, Tom. Everything's going good. Hanging out in the hot tub. We're looking at the snow on the mountains. What's working for me? You mean network marketing or am I getting better at the drums is what you wrote back. (laughs) I wrote only network marketing. That's what I feel you to be the expert in. If I've learned anything in my life, it's old age. It's to talk to the experts about what they're expert in. You wrote back. Ha ha. I don't know if I'm an expert this this week. I'll be 67. So the point I make is that dialogue was two weeks ago. Mark Victor Hansen cancels. I call him on the phone. 24 hours later, we got something better than Mark Victor Hansen. We got Jeff live. We'll be back right after this. Okay. Right. All right, Tom Shelfield. See if you can crunch that down a little bit. So I talked through the break a little because I couldn't get to my punchline. Oh, my gosh. I love you, Jeff. I love what you stand for. I love how you – I love your wife. I love you. We're coming back right after this. Sorry, I couldn't say hi to all of you.
2: Your wife, too.
0: And we are back. It is Tom Chennault. It's Adrian Chennault. Long segment coming up with the one and only Jeff Altbridgers. And I am telling you, this guy is the real deal. Go find him on social media. He is a machine. He's good at what he does. He is passionate about the profession. He knows hard work done right with systems, with cultures and with community changes the entire dynamic of the game. And we love
1: him, don't we? We for sure do. We for sure do. So Jeff, you're, you know, it would be, no one would fault you. You just turned 67. You're, you're at the retiring age if you wanted to retire and yet you're still pouring it on. Why? What, what drives you to keep not only showing up for the people that are already there, but going out there and raising up new teams?
2: Yeah, you, you got that right. I mean, it's, yeah, sure, I could, I, you know, I've got a big organization, so I could do nothing, and that, you know, and that's what a lot do. Many leaders do that, right? But as just, I'm not that way. I'm just not that way. Number one, I have gratitude because I found something 24 years ago that has sustained me for 24 years, right? And so I have deep gratitude for that. I, I tell people, you know, I had a leader come up to me at, at one of Ray's events, and and he's done well. But anyway, he says, how, how do you stay with one company? I said, real easy. Don't quit. <laughs> Amen.
0: <laughs> Find That's <the> it. Company.
1: <laughs> if and the cliche is from company,
0: Al Schreider, and the cliche is from Richard Brook. They each say the other guy said it first. Find the company you are going to have problems with, and never quit. Yeah, that's it. That's right. You're going to have problems, and in corporate and, America, and you're I, going to have problems I, everywhere. Face it and stay with it, right? That's that's exactly right. There are no
2: perfect companies out there, so you're going to have issues. That's for sure. And I have. There's been times I wanted to quit, but uh, but the thing is, uh, yeah. So you know, 24 years and still there. The owner, you know, is still committed. Uh, he's spending a lot of money opening offices in different countries. I said, okay, he's committed. So, uh, so, it, and then it's like looking at my team leaders and saying, okay, you know, they would love to be where where I'm at. I'm committed to them because they helped get me where I am. So I have deep gratitude for that. So I'm certainly not quitting. I'm going to help them get there. So, and then I don't know that, you know, it's, I think you, you, you sort of... If you don't want to age, stay active, right? So I like to stay active.
0: So you did something that was pretty interesting. And this is from a conversation we had three, four years ago. You're cruising along, but you know that the handwriting is on the wall for your expiration date and your obsolescence with the skills that you've got. So Mm -hmm. what you said was, I'm not going to let that happen to me. And you scratched out a big check to Ray Higdon and you scratched out another one to Tony Robbins. And instead of saying, you know what, I'm old dog, new tricks, I can't do it. You said, put me in the game, coach. And you and Angel Fletcher and all these other older influencers have really figured out how the young people or the newer people are doing it. And then you're adding your network marketing skills to that. And the rest is history. All you're doing is growing organically, using the tools, but still using the fundamentals of network marketing, correct?
2: Oh, yeah. You know, the skills never change. Now, the algorithms and social media always change. But thank God the skill sets don't change.
0: And the relationships that you have with other human beings, where you treat people like human beings, not prospects. You right. give them the dignity to be able to make their mistakes and then course correct when they ask versus bully them when they make an error. That's what you've mastered. And that's what you're still doing, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But look at Sean Murphy. If anybody's <laughs> over the hill, it's him. Jesus. <laughs> that's Good to yeah. See you, Sean. <laughs> yeah.
2: But yeah, the, the seal name seal of the set game, set yeah, that's it. what we do. I- I mean, I'll give you one example. One guy in on my Facebook, don't know him, he's just in my Facebook, and he posts something about drums. And I, I uh, wrote uh, on his post, I said, wow, you're a drummer? I'm a drummer. And, and then he's like, oh, wow, great. And then we started talking drum talk, right? And then he said, hey, I'm gonna be in your area vacationing. Uh, is it okay uh, if we get together for coffee? I said, what are you talking about? Come over to the house, you'll have coffee. So he and his wife come over, now they're from Florida. Now he's making, I don't know, 40 grand a month in his company. And uh, anyway, so we spent the day here, just had a great time. Now I wasn't trying to recruit him, I never do that. I'm just wanting to be friends, develop a relationship, that's all. And then about two weeks later, um, then I'm at a hotel and I get a phone call from him. He said, I really need to talk to you, you got a minute? So I went to a quiet spot and I said, yeah, what's, what's up? And he said, I, I, I'm in trouble, uh, my company. I said, yeah, I want to I know if this can be fixed. I said, okay, what is it? He's jealous of my success, the owner. I said, what? He said, yeah, he's, he, he's jealous of my success, thinks I'm too big. I said, I'll be honest with you, that can't be fixed. You're on your way out whether you know it or not. I said, go find a legacy company. There's, there's several out there. <laughs> That's what I told him. You know. He said, yeah, well, can I talk to you? But I said, yeah, okay. I said, I'm not trying to recruit you. You asked, okay? I'm not taking advantage of your situation, okay? You know, and it was like that. Long story short, he comes aboard and brings a European team. All that was because it started with being social with somebody. I didn't, you know, you don't spam people. You have conversations. I asked him about his drums. He said, can we get together with coffee? That's what it's about. Another lady in Florida, same thing. Met her socially. She came out here wanted to see the bears. I didn't know she was uh, in the one percent class of realtors in the in this country. She's got books out, does seminars. I don't, you know, was another person that brought her. Said, "Hey, you need to come, Jeff, see his bears." And then she walks in my house. She's looking around, saying, "Wow, you do well, don't you? What? Do you, You're network market?" I said, "Yeah." Do you do you know Jeff Roberti? I said, "Yeah, he's a friend of mine." Uh, you, you know, Larry Thompson? Yeah, he's a friend of mine. Oh, sure. <laughs> and I, she's like, OK, all right. I, I, I see you're really in this game. Well, long story short, she reaches out to me, says, Jeff, I'm really interested in doing network marketing, but I've never done it before. And I said, OK, sure. And then I fly down there and she's putting seven figure earners, some in network marketing, some, you know, some that have been sort of retired. They, they haven't been active in years. Some that are in real estate, some that are in careers. But but my point is this you've got to have the fundamental skill set. Don't rely on the algorithms of social media to build your business. If you don't have the communication skill set and, and where you're where you can talk to people, have a conversation, make people feel better about themselves, you know, and 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 and, and not feel like they're a target. And you're not looking for an outcome like, you know, I'm going to recruit you or anything like that. You're just looking for the relationship where wherever it goes, that's where it goes. And I'm good with that either way.
0: Your company goes down tomorrow, which isn't going to happen, but if it did, you would not look in the yellow pages for network marketing companies to join. You would not say, Oh, I need the best product. I need the best comp plan. I need the best company. No, you're going to go call. You're going to call Eric. You're going to call Ray. You're going to call some generic people. And you're gonna say, oh man, I gotta make a decision here. And then those guys are gonna tell you to join the people in a company, not the company. And you wanna become that person that people have the BLTs with. They wanna they wanna know they're in your tribe. That's the B. They belong. They wanna know you love them. That's the L. They wanna know they can trust you. That's the T and they want to know they're safe with you, that's the S. And if you get that with anybody, Jeff and I are good friends. We've talked investments. We've talked a lot of things. And why do we have such a relationship? Because we have the BLTs together. All of you have those or you don't. And if you work on anything in your life, it's the BLTs in your circle of influence. And I'm saying- you want them to jump in the foxhole with you, right?
2: I, and I'll tell you, Tom, I won't be calling Eric and I won't be calling Ray because the person I'll be going with will be the person that I have a strong relationship with. A person hey. like you. Yeah. <laughs> so, you That's know a, what I'm saying? I, don't well, I, I agree,
0: 100%, agree 100%. And I was try, what I tried to do yeah. there was just stay in the generic world with, because I didn't want to play any horse. I didn't want people thinking I was trying to manipulate them one way or another. (laughs) So at the end of the day, though, you know, those aren't normally your confidants, but you're going to go to those people. You have the, I, I, I'm in trouble. That's what that guy said to you. I need to talk to somebody. I can trust. My owner is jealous of me. What do I do? He didn't want you to give him a horse manure answer. He wanted you to tell him the truth and you hit him right between the eyes with it. And that's what we have to do with people we're in the foxhole with, right? That's right. That's exactly Ah. right.
1: And I, you know, I just, the point you made about the core communication skills and the just the way of being really of caring about people and, and not being attached or seeing them as just the, you know, they're an outcome. They're something that's just there for you that you're actually viewing them as somebody that you want to have a relationship with. That is, there are so many tactics and there are so many scripts and there are so many things out there that I see people clearly being told to do that's leading the, to these sort of things happening. And I, what's getting lost is that, and it's so, you know, there's nothing wrong with, you know, any, any trainer scripts or any of these sort of things, but when they go into the hands of somebody and they're just being done, you know, essentially mindlessly, and you can just feel that there's no, you know, you can instantly tell from the first message sent exactly where this thing's going. Cause you've seen this movie a hundred times. If, if you can see that, just know that the person on the receiving end of you doing that to them can also see it. And so having that energy of saying, no, I am going to actually have a conversation with people. And that doesn't mean that you don't utilize the tool like a script to help you to open up that conversation. That's, that's wonderful. Go for it. That's great, but be prepared and start learning how to go off script and to have that kind of conversation because the, the people that are, going, you, the kind of people that you're going to want to be in business with for life. It's going to take more than just following a simple little paint my number script to enroll that person into the possibility of being a partner with you. It takes a real relationship, right?
0: Yeah. I think Jeff's still here. I just don't think he has a camera, Jeff, or else I could be wrong. <laughs> could you hear Adrian there? Dang, he's muted again. All right. We're going to get this fixed. That Tennessee, I'm telling you what, there's not much internet in Tennessee. I mean, Tennessee is a long way away, (laughs) and they don't really have anything like this stuff in Colorado. All the
1: people who work for the internet company are volunteers. That's exactly right. (laughs) Jeff, you back yet? We got 10 seconds Okay, we're going to
0: go to break, and we're going to come back right after this. This guy is a rock star. We want to do less talking and more listening to him because I'm telling you what, he's one of my role models. I have, you know how on Facebook, you have the favorites. He's one of those guys. Cause what he says are things that I think that I haven't got the th- guts to say friend him up and follow him. We'll be right back.
1: Nice oh, baby. But he was you. on a roll. I thought we were dead. Yep.
0: Adrian <laughs> thought I was headed down another rabbit hole. <laughs> Holy right. mackerel. Doug Stare. Thank you for tagging Anthony Coangelo, the transformed man. Terry Dawson. Love you. Christina, Doug Stair, Angel
1: Fletcher, Ray, everybody.
0: All All right.
1: We got to do a little sound check. Jeff, can you say something real quick? Still not having audio, man. What a weird deal. All right. We're coming back in three seconds.
0: We're coming back for the final segment of this unbelievable show with my buddy, Adrian Chenault, actually my son, my little boy, my sage, my mentor and my boss in contact mapping (laughs) and Jeff Alpagers, who is the guy. And if you haven't bought his books, Find him, buy his books. He is so real, it's almost it's almost it's almost hard to be with him because he's there's no there's no hype. It's just so solid and real and so measured and slow that you're going, Holy mackerel, this guy is scary stuff. Do you agree? I, I totally I agree. I remember when you talked to him out in the hall all that time when he wrote the book yeah. at the Higdon event yeah. that we yeah. did about five years ago, and I swear to god. Adrian, I was like jealous. I thought Adrian's gonna get, dump me as his dad and hire Jeff as his surrogate father.
1: It's true, and I I, I tried. All right, uh, <laughs> you still can't hear you, man. I'm so sorry. The the other thing that I you know, because he you're he's so kind of easygoing, right? And he is the funniest. Guy oh, hilarious. You have ever met, and so it's just. <laughs> He's, he is full of surprises, whether it's his musical talents, he's a songwriter. How
0: can you have a, drill, a drum set for 37 years? People come from miles around to play the drums, do the whole deal. It's like a walking concert hall, and he can't turn on a microphone. Explain that one to me.
1: You would think he would have a command of the audiovisual tool set, but that's okay. And if
0: he's a typical network marketer, he will call and blame us.
1: That is true. <laughs> Christina encourages me to work on my lip reading skills. And uh, and she also wants to know if you can remember the first time you met Jeff. The first time I ever met Jeff?
0: Yeah. No, of course not. <laughs> I can me
1: tell you. Hey, me. he's back. All right. We got it. All right. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Oh my goodness. We oh my I think we did God. a good hey, job that man. Come on. We're good. We only, we only need better. five more. We only need it to work for five more minutes, Jeff. Let's do so, it. So all right. You you are clearly on still on the upward trajectory of your year to, to steal Harvey McKay's line. You have not hit your peak yet. And so what what do you see as the legacy? that you are continuing to build as you keep pouring it on in your company and, and beyond by writing your book and, and doing the things that you're doing in the profession? What What's the impact that you wanna leave in the world?
2: You know, I just love to see our industry get stronger and we need more good examples of people doing it right. And, you know, because, you know, you look at the regulatory government, you know, agencies out there and. Uh, they they're always trying to find you know and there are things that are definitely not done right. And uh, so I just again, I, I think if we just have more leaders in different companies doing it right, that our industry is going to look better and better, and it's going to secure our future. And that's you know that's one of the things that's important to me.
1: Um, I, I think that's that that's huge, right? And I and we are, we're in this time where, it's an uncertain environment and it is all the more important that leaders are showing the right way to do this profession and giving it, you, you know, giving it a good name that it deserves out there in the world because it does deserve to have a good name. This is a, a valid model that, you know, catches a bad rap for uh, you know, for reasons that are are in many cases, not fair. And so to have leaders that are out there showing the right way to do it and still living out those values is important.
0: Yeah. Okay. I wasn't listening. So here's the deal. <laughs> Jeff was sitting in front of me at a seven-figure earner event of Eric Worre's, which was among the first seven-figure earner events. So you got this really snazzy name tag With your name on it, subsequently to that, they stopped doing it, but I still have mine and I don't know, Just still has his. And they stood up. And so in my phone, I just saw, I have a picture of the back of his head with his wife. And I wrote in my notes, says, because I never believe anything, he makes X amount of dollars. Check him out. So that's the day I, because somebody asked me when I first met you, that's the day I met Jeff. And he was so much bigger than life I literally couldn't believe it because I was interviewing him from the back of his head. And so that was that day. And I got to know him. And then on, uh, so that uh, after that, the rest is history. But I want you guys to understand something. He's the reason he's so successful is because he's such a good human being. That's why he's so successful. No skills. He's got them. No big money to buy people. He's got it. But the name of the game, he loves people and he serves and he understands that's his secret weapon. Just the same secret weapon that each one of you have. And you can be him if you'll just do what he does. Right, Jeff?
2: Oh, I'm a big believer in that because I didn't have good circumstances. I go back to March of 1993, bankrupt, broke. Um, I had to sell a junk truck to get started and sold it for $400, put $200 into my network marketing business. You know, that means I just bought a kit and some products, right? And, and scared to death and uh, made a list, made appointments, took a part-time job, cleaning carpet, coming home exhausted every day. But I eat dinner, go down the hallway, close the door, make phone calls, set up appointments on the weekends, go see people, do meetings. And it took me 18 months to get out of that hole, 18 months. So I went from bank- bankruptcy to 18 months later going into the house of my dreams. And I never looked back after that. And, uh, and I still have dreams, you know. I have dreams of me cleaning floors, you know, and walking in, talking to the manager, okay, let's go down. Let's look at the floor. You're, you know, he's complaining to me. I'm, I'm going to fire you guys. And, and I, then I'm like in the
1: dream, and I'm like,
2: wait a second. I don't do this anymore. 20, I want now, out of this dream. I don't do this anymore.
1: <laughs> 22 years later, still doing it. Jeff Alckilvers. Thank you so much for being here. We'll see you all next week. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks. All right. You're good. We're still don't on Facebook. Up. We don't just had to, to, had to get the radio part done.
0: <laughs> oh man. And Elizabeth Larson is going to host this show next week with Adrian and she's picking the guest, and she's going to be the primary interviewer and she is bad to the bone. So those of you that know Elizabeth and Adrian, it's going to be somebody some powerful. And then Mark Victor Hansen's coming back after that. John Harensma I talked to him. He's loaded and locked. I mean, I'm trying to go down and find some dang good true network marketers that are making a ton of money out there in a world where everybody says it's not being done anymore. You got to be an influencer. You got to be able to do this, that, or the other thing to make yourself like a click merchant. And I don't believe that. Do
2: you, Jeff? No. Are we recorded now still? We're still recorded. Okay. You're you're on Facebook. You're live on Facebook. It's, you know, it's the crypto money games and those are being idolized by some people out there. You know, it's to me, that's uh, a mistake but um yeah so but i'm like you uh show me somebody's got a you know a real product a real service that gives people value you know a good company and then they're they're at it they're they've stayed with it through the years um yeah those kind of people you need to have on your show because yeah yeah because people can look at them and say yeah i can do that you spoke about
0: Sean Murphy. You spoke about Jeff Roberti. These people are fundamentals, and here comes all these people, and they've got these tools that they're that they're complementing what you're already good at. You know, contact mapping is a classic example. It's a technological marvel, and the app is great. The application is better the system is incredible the culture is great but the magic lies in the whole tamale which is the community because we love people we never let them out you know once we're like the mafia we, <laughs> we're everywhere and once you get in with us you'll never get out because it's too good you're finally home and that's what we is that terrible yes okay sorry.
2: <laughs> I, didn't it uh, I, I say it's I, I was waiting for that what's that line from the eagles you can check out, but you can never leave. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sorry about that. So I,
0: I went down. You know, my my brain is <clears throat> much much slower than my mouth. Hey, Jay Archer. Oh, we love you. Here's a here's an an icon in network marketing. Owns a company, incredible down in Florida. Just absolutely mm. one of the good guys. Wouldn't you agree? Hundred percent. Just got good a new wife. Jay. <clears throat> Constantly pivoting, doing beautiful things. Jay, it's good to see you. So. Yeah. Lisa Grossman. Wow. Look at that. Holy mackerel. Ooh,
1: ooh.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's a superstar. Yeah. Love her to she's death. A,
0: she's like a mother to me.
2: I love her. Yeah. She's a
0: couple minutes younger, but who cares, man? She's still my mom. <laughs> and I was in some deep water last week and, you know, who'd I call? She was, the, you know, she's like, she's my millionaire. She's my call out. I called her yeah. on the phone. I told her what was going on with me. Love hi you, Tom, Liz. love
2: you. Oh no, that says hi Jeff, love you. Sorry, <laughs> she's bad eye. Her, her and Curtis, broom, that That that's a pair right there. Amen. Amen.
0: And they're not afraid to tell people the truth. And that's beautiful. And they 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 give guidance with no agenda, which is completely rare. A little bit like you, Jeff. And that is that's such a and but look at the success about leading with your heart, not your head leading with the agenda of the person across the table instead of your agenda. Mm -hmm. And at at, at the end of the day, every time you win, even though you didn't win that day, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. And you've proven that with that guy that just joined you six years later, that's, that's unbelievable, but you had him on a rotation. or remember the whole time Mm -hmm. you never ran him off telling him he was an idiot for not coming over to the other side. You waited for the other side to implode And then you were there with love waiting. He had a million choices and he joined you, right? Right. Unbelievable. That was pretty brilliant. That
1: was profound. I know it. Jeff, we love you, man. Thanks for rolling with the punches on technical difficulties. I know it's crazy weather out there. And so this was awesome to have you here. And everybody, thank you so much for being here. Lisa and Paul and Sean and Jay and, just superstars here, Wayne and Christina, and we've got a great crowd here today. So thank you all. Thanks, Jeff. Say hi. Are you still still
0: living on Deer Path Lane? Yeah. Bang! (laughs) We're going to send you a sweatshirt. A love like crazy, then love more sweatshirt, baby. You have no idea. So never give me your address or your phone number or anything because I can promise you I'm coming for you. I love you all. It's a beautiful thing. Thank you for watching. Love Love you you. guys. Bye-bye.